Welcome to Between the Fur. I'm Ken, and as a professional mascot, I need professional costumes, right? People always ask me, who makes your costumes? I tell them Alinko Costumes in Salt Lake City. Alinko makes just about everything for me, and they do an amazing job. Alinko not only builds costumes, they have a design service that's free, and they also service their costumes as well. However, now the largest and oldest costume company in the U.S. just turned it up a notch by bringing on my friend, John Absey, formerly the Jazz Bear, to help with product development, processes, sales, and quality control. Hey, if you need a costume done right from the very start, don't waste time or money. Call Alinko. That's spelled A-L-I-N-C-O and get it done right. As a professional mascot, one of the hardest things is finding creative props and toys to use while you're performing. It's hard unless you visit the store at GameOps.com. My friends over at GameOps.com have dozens of mascot-related products. Okay, here's an example. You're working on a proposal skit. They have a giant engagement ring prop to make the joke even bigger. There's plenty more at the store, so visit the store, GameOps.com, and take a look. It's awesome, man. They have everything. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, coming in. Yeah. Scott Hessington, how are you, brother? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Dude, this is the coolest. Yeah, man. Welcome yeah, back yeah. to the studios of Between the Fur. Seriously, how desperate are you to have me on twice already? Are you, I just, I'm the least interesting mascot in the world. You are? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, well, we'll wrap this up then. Uh, okay, thanks for coming. Hey, <laughs> send me my check, please, immediately. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in that case, we are, uh, we are done. So, <laughs> this is an interesting podcast. Uh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's the hope. Yeah. yeah you, no. you started off with me and you're ending with me. This is the last podcast, folks. We will be done after this one. <laughs> Farewell, goodbye. Yes, <laughs> the farewell tour right here. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, before we get started here, I'm going to give a few little shout outs here. Uh, first, oh, to my mom. Hey, mom. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you for. Ha oh, different, different <laughs> shout outs. Uh, my, okay. my, my shout outs? Uh, your yeah, shout outs are later. <laughs> no, I uh, love it. Oh, by the way, hi, mom. Yeah, so, mom is awesome. Yeah, mom Hessington. And uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to uh, Will Graham. Will Graham is, I got a message from him uh, a little while back that he is trying out for his local, and I want to give him a shout out today, especially because he is trying out for his local hockey mascot today. So good luck with that, Will. And, Get it, Will. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, Be uh, funny. Don't screw up. <laughs> another shout <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Uh, did you pass? But uh, no. Anyway, he's a uh, yeah. He he's been uh, writing in and, and uh, communicating with me a little bit. So uh, excellent. Give him a shout out. Yeah, another one. Charlie Bruno, what's up, brother? Keep up the good work out there. Uh, Keep dancing. Another, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Ann Littleton. I I always get mixed up on the last name here. It's Wyland. Anyways. You got me on that one. I can't help yeah, that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. But, Ann, hey, thanks but he's uh, awesome. for listening. Or, or she's awesome. <laughs> she's they awesome. are awesome. <laughs> she's awesome. Uh, she was actually at uh, my game last night. Got a picture with her family. So, 
Yeah, thanks for reaching out. Uh, she uh, sent me a message and, and uh, said she was going to be at my game last night. So, little shout-outs there. Okay, let's get busy. So, Scott. And I'm going to do a shout-out to Harrison Ford. He's been trying to get a hold of me forever about his mascot life. And let me just – you're doing them. I'm going to throw that one out there. I finally accepted him, and now we can communicate. Let's yep. go. Yep, I actually uh, shot him a couple uh, messages just – uh, before this, he uh, was trying out for the Coca-Cola mascot and uh, got offered some some other stuff instead. But uh, you know, you never know where this stuff is going to go. So always say yes and always, always try. Yes, do uh, it. That's the lesson on that one. So okay. <laughs> so Scott, we've had you on here before. Scott Hessington was when I first met him, uh, the mascot for. The Orlando Magic. Oh, no, no, it was. Okay. Yeah, but before that, did I meet you before that? Um, I, I don't Up know. We Seattle. probably communicated before that. Oh, yeah, maybe, probably with Seattle Seahawks. Uh, okay. I probably talked I, to you back then. Yeah, yeah, because I was with Mark Taylor. I lived yeah, with Mark exactly. Taylor. Exactly. That's, that's, we were all that's when yeah. I met you. Yep, yep. yep. And then, Definitely. Uh, then shortly after I met you, you went to the Orlando Magic. Correct. You were stuffed down there. And then you ended up in Detroit as Hooper. And there uh, we go. Yeah, and uh, funny little tidbit. You never know what's going to happen in this world. Now my son is Hooper, so. He's going to be a much better Hooper than me. Go, go, <laughs> go. Oh, well, he's giving his <laughs> best. So, um, so you know, let's get into some stories here. Uh, yeah. I want to get into some meaty, good, fun stuff here. Uh, I was just talking <laughs> now, to Mark. Now, first of all, I'll preface. Let me preface. I'm sitting in a park in New York City, so if I do get mugged, uh, or I get attacked by pigeons, or the Macy's Thanksgiving parade comes by, or the, or Trump's parade comes by. You you know why you lost me. So <laughs> it could be any myriad of things. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this uh, later on and you see any signs of of uh, Scott, <laughs> let us know. Well, so I just got off the phone a little while ago with Mark Taylor, and he told me a little story of you uh, pooping on a ref. <laughs> start with that one. It's always good to start uh, with a pooping story. Yeah, let's start with pooping. It all goes uphill from there. Um, <laughs> wow. So, so it was Squatch's birthday party at, in Seattle. And um, I had just got a new inflatable stuff made. Um, and uh, I had all kinds of bells and whistles put on this new uh, costume. Uh, you know, I had a silly string hole and I had you know, wiggling eyes and these wings that flapped and just so many little gadgets. And then I also had um, a couple holes put in it where I could drop out silly string, you know, like I could drop it out, my assistant could pick it up, et cetera, et cetera. Well, one of those holes just happened to be right under the tail. Um, it was a perfect place for something to be dropped out, but usually people wouldn't know that I what I was doing in order to be discreet. But I had just gotten this costume, and Mark, Mark's team brought us these mini basketballs to throw into the crowd. And I just thought it'd be a hilarious idea, and it still is hilarious to me, so I'm not taking it back. Um, what I did, I, I wrapped the, the little balls, like five little balls, in brown tape. <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 you know, my, made them a little scrunchy and and little less, imp, little more imperfect than uh, cer perfect circles. So they looked um, like what I was intending them to look like. Timeout comes. 
all the inflatables run out. Everybody's got their gimmicks. Everybody, some are spinning on their heads, spinning on their arms. We do all that. And as we're finalizing the whole thing, you know, a lot of the mascots had the pants that could pull down. You, it said, make some noise or blah, blah, blah. And what I did, I went up to the ref and I started kind of, you know, kind of twerking on him, I guess you could say. And he was laughing and I was twerking. And then I, I, did, I opened the flap and I proceeded to drop out about four brown balls onto his feet. <laughs> uh, Brilliant. And, I love the idea. I mean, it was amazing. It was captured on camera. And uh, he, it's, what's crazy is he did not really have a problem with it. He laughed. He's like, what's going on? He didn't realize it first. Then he did. He's, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he started running away like, get out of here, get out of here. Who didn't find it funny was Mark's boss, <laughs> who was watching the whole thing from courtside. And, uh, dude, this, this was the first time out of the game, mind you. Um, we did inflatables first. And I get a – he comes into the dressing room and uh, says, uh, Where, who's stuff? Where's stuff? And I did know him. I mean, we – and he comes up and says, you're done. You're done. You're done for the game. And everybody what? was looking at me saying, what happened? And no, only Mark, Mark knew that I was going to do it. And he, he kind of turned a blind eye. He just said, you do it. It's up to you. And uh, as, he, as he would. And, uh, and I did it. And then they literally just took me out of the game for the rest of the game. Stuff was not allowed back out on the court. And uh, it was crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I guess I would have been laughing just at the whole situation, of course. But to be – pulled from the game and I mean I'd be laughing team yeah 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 it it was I I don't know I think it was a little bit of a it was a tough decision I mean I I I get it 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 could it could be found offensive obviously um the ref didn't find it offensive but he did and it what's crazy is then the you know they the guys were going out for other timeouts and they were kind of like rallying in my support. So they brought out signs that said free stuff and uh, like, no. let it, let him go onto the court. And they were kind of like, kind of putting their, uh, yeah, whatever. They're putting their word on it as well. But yeah, I, I sat in the locker room and, and watched it on TV. Oh my gosh. I, that I, was that. Oh, that's a great story, man. I'm telling you, that is – I just think that's an overreaction, though. It was, a, it was a blanket reaction and just pulled me from the game as if I was going to do something else after that. Like, I, I don't know how I could top that as far as, you know, kind of going out there. But, yeah, they, they – that happened – oh, not only that, but then they, they called my boss, too. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's always dramatic and make it sound worse than it was. And uh, so I got to talking to from the bosses and – like, you, what are you doing? You can't do that. Da, da, da. You're making us look bad at other arenas, et cetera. So, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a tough one, tough scolding to take because I didn't think it was that, you know, that crazy. But In those situations, people, I always want to go, okay, so you know what you're getting mad at me about, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> are you, wait, are you really mad because I, I, I threw fake poop? out a little hole in the back of the inflatable and the referee, you know, had to dance a little bit, you know, like, uh, 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 you know, I mean, are we really, are we really upset? Well, I was kind of, I kind of was like, what, what happened? No, no, no. Those are just, 
I, those are just balls. I, I, I thought the ref might want to throw out some balls, so I dropped some balls at his feet for him to throw to the crowd. I thought he might, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they didn't like that answer. Uh, yeah. So I wrapped them in tape that looked, you know, brown. Yeah, no, no, no. I, you know, it, I, it was yeah. an alternate, alternate color for the Sonics, and I thought brown was good. No. <laughs> no. Dude, yeah, it, it, that's the story of our lives. It's just these, these uh, crazy, like, super- Misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Just it just misunderstood. It was it was caught on camera. It was on this camera, and I never got to see this see the video. Apparently, my boss did, but I never got to see the video because <laughs> I I would love to have that on my reel somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that would be great for the reel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, whenever I had you into my games everybody looked forward to having you come in because you always gave it your all you always worked you worked the crowd you always went extreme and nobody knew really what to uh, to expect from you but everybody knew that you would bring a show so well i i learned that from you i mean like that you know there are times we go to arenas and people are like hey it's an easy game you don't have to work that hard we only got two timeouts or whatever and you 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 had a battery that you know we just couldn't turn off and and i and i watched people enjoy that honestly and yeah yeah that's that's exactly what i wanted to do like i get one chance to win over another crowd that's amazing like i can't i i can't miss out you know for me that's just winning more fans that that i if i can leave and say they were they were impressed with my show you know not not necessarily more than the the home team i never wanted to show the home team mascot up but i wanted I wanted him to look good. I want him to, I also want to have his money's worth. Like when you're paying that kind of money to have so many mascots in to entertain, I want to give him the show that I would give my home team. So I would go out there and, and I just, I just don't want to stop. And once you've won over that, that's a big thing too, is once you've won over those fans who want to hate you, but then they learn that, you know, wow, this is kind of cool. That's just a good feeling. That That's a, that's a double win in my yeah. opinion. And that, that was always an extra, added fuel to my fire to see if I could win over this hostile crowd. Yeah. And one of the things that I used to think was, Hey, these people are paying for this game. There's a lot of people paying for this game. Yeah. You know, people are bringing their families, their kids just for this. I have yep. people that look yep. forward to, uh, you know, my, my um, mascot birthday every, I mean, they look forward to it all year. So. Yeah. You get one chance to impress this crowd ever, yeah. ever. Yeah, and that's that's special, man. I, yeah. I don't I don't lose sight of that. So one time when you were in for one of my birthdays, we were doing the slingshot, and we're <laughs> <laughs> we were slinging, I know where this is going. Yep, slinging mascots down the court, mascot bowling, and did we talk? I don't think we talked about this beforehand. No, no. We, okay, okay. So, so I got on the sled. I got to tell you this. Uh, I got on the sled and I'm getting about getting ready to be slung down the court, go into the ends and everything. And uh, they, they fire away. And all of a sudden I see you <laughs> step right in the path. Yeah. And I barreled down the court, just firing, just zoning right in on you. And all of a sudden, you know, the impact was, uh, you were facing the other way, too. Yes. You yeah. were facing away from me. So I took your legs out. Yes. You flipped over backwards over me, 
right yeah. on your head. Yeah, I actually did like a, a like a like a one and a quarter. Like I flipped and then landed on the like I tacoed on the back of my head. Yeah, we we you clipped me so hard. I saw you at the last second and I tried to jump, which just sent me even just into a whirlwind of a flip, and I landed right on the back of my head. You're totally right. If you that didn't was, though, I would have broken your legs. Yeah, you would have. I mean, like I, the, or your ankles or something. If you didn't jump. ACLs, yeah. like something like it could have been horrendous the fact that we got out of that nobody was seriously injured was crazy because you were barreling down 30 plus miles per hour on that thing and you're just a cannonball and i and i didn't see it to the last second it was absolutely insane that nobody left there on, on, on a stretcher yeah that was amazing, but that was a great game, and everybody remembers it. It's, it's on my heart. Really. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't haven't seen that in a long time. I, I do remember replaying that over and over and going, oh, "How did we come out of this yeah. unscathed?" Wow. That's on YouTube. That's on YouTube. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, if you want to see it, if everybody wants to see it, it's on YouTube. Maybe I'll uh, put a link to uh, to that on the uh, between the fur Facebook page. I, I have a similar story at one of my parties. I, we were playing the Milwaukee Bucks, and I was going up, and I had this, the whole game was themed where I was competing against the Milwaukee Buck in different things, and one of the things was the slingshot and who could get the most pins down, and I had him, I had him uh, slingshot, and, and or I slingshot first, he, he, I only got a couple, purposely only got a couple pins, he went, got like 10, and then he played a trick on me, so I got to, he went, got to go again for his second time. And I decided we were, we had a plan where I was going to knock him off of the sled. What I didn't plan very well for was that I took him on head on instead of coming at him from the side. And we connected so hard that he sent me to the hospital uh, on my own birthday. I got a, I got a massive concussion. I don't remember getting hit. I don't remember getting off the court. I remember being in the hallway on a stretcher and going to the hospital was the next thing I remember because we hit so hard that, uh, that, yeah, it was, that was the opposite of what happened with you. I did not leave very safely. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, you got, you were always going extreme. Um, yeah. I, I, that was, that was kind of what I was known for. You know, I, 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 I like to push that the big, limits. That character. Like that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's what's even more impressive. You would do yeah, that, rolls down, you know, forward rolls down the steps. Yeah, I think that's kind of my signature move. If anyone was to guess it, I mean, that people know that I was always going to roll downstairs. Didn't matter if it were where, what arena I was in, or you know, uh, concrete, metal. It didn't matter. I, I, I must. That was that was kind of my signature thing. All happened on accident. I did it one time at a game. I kind of just tripped and fell, and and we had these metal steps at the bottom. And uh, it made such a huge sound. And everybody just turned and stared. And the players were looking. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I have, I, have, <laughs> I have a new thing. And after that, I just made it happen once a game. And then it became something people would expect and know, ask for. And, uh, and now, you know, even today when I perform with my, you know, other characters, when I'm overseas, I, I always do the stair roll. And, uh, yeah. It's, it was, yeah, I guess it's been my thing and it's been good to me, except for one time. Um, I, 
when I did, I, I accidentally crossed my legs one time at a game. And um, that was always my thing because I got very brave with it. I'd do it where I would dive roll. I would do several down the stairs. I would get the whole crowd clapping, and then I would roll down the entire stands. Um, and then I got where I would jump over my assistant. I would have him sit on the stairs, and I would run down the stairs and jump over him and dive roll and roll, 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 roll. And uh, one time I did that, and I crossed my legs. And the impact of my one leg coming on, on top of the other, sending it into the metal stair, snapped my leg. My right leg was was broken in both bones. And, um, <laughs> and I couldn't fake it. Everybody saw it because it was a big buildup. And, uh, and that was the time where you, you probably remember I was, I was in a cast yep. uh, in the character for, you know, for a couple months at least. Um, and we, we played it off and we stuff showed up with the cast for the next couple months. And we did a story about it and you couldn't avoid it. It's one of those things everybody saw it happen. So you couldn't really fake it. And, yeah. um, it was quite a thing, man. It was, it was cool. That also the support you get when that happens as well. So, well, you'd hope that people would say, you know, to themselves or, or at least think, Hey, this guy's giving it his all, man. This is, this is, he, this guy goes all out for, for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's something that my fans definitely knew that, that I didn't hold back, you know, where either with either team, any of the teams I've been with, I think they knew that there was, there was always something in, in the pipe that was being planned and, and I'm pretty proud of that. Wow. That's definitely something to be proud of because you gave a lot of effort <laughs> and you, you sustained a lot of injuries, man. Yes, I did. You know, it's funny because, you know, a lot of people, I, I used to be kind of a proud thing. I have all these injuries and, and, uh, and then I realized like, but if I'm really good at what I do, I shouldn't have these injuries. I should be not getting injured if I'm that good. So it became a more of a point for me, like, don't get hurt. Um, like, enough enough broken bones uh, although it, it it still happens but um yeah i started getting this thing where wow if i'm really good at this and, and you know who i got that from was bellow knock bellow knock the, the famous clown like the dude yeah. is one of the greatest daredevils i've ever met in my life and the dude's never really been seriously injured except maybe once and i once i heard that story and he's a good friend of mine um i, I just said i need to make sure that <laughs> i, I want to be I want to be known as good at what I do. I, I shouldn't be getting hurt so much. So I kind of changed, changed my game a little bit and at least not, not proud of being hurt. That's just my thing. I, I kind of got out of that zone. That's a maturing type of situation too. For sure. For you know? sure. Yeah. Cause I used to think the same thing. Oh yeah. I, you know, I broke this or, and I, I would brag about it a little bit, but sure. No, and even though it's, it's, it's kind of fun to tell those stories and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. You also think, Hey, uh, you know, <laughs> I could probably tell some better stories at some point of, of doing this and not getting injured. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And, and, it, but it's led me to, you know, I'm up here in New York and doing stunt work and, uh, and you know, it's, it's led me to a different mindset, even into doing these stunts of like prepare get, get well prepared at doing these things. And, and, and be a professional. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to be. I, I want to keep getting work. So, and if you're hurt, you can't get work. So, that's that's my goal now is do really well at what I be really good at what I'm doing, and know what I'm doing. And yes, you got to take some risks, and there are that. But I don't want to get hurt because that means I can't work. So, uh, yeah. Have you had any uh, near death? Oh boy, have I? Have got a few. Yeah, I think. 
I think two come to mind. I mean, one in the minors, but then I'm two in the majors where, you know, I, I was really pushing the limits in with aerial stunts when we were in our heyday in Orlando in the NBA finals and stuff, um, doing bungee jumps and just, you know, trying to, trying to explore new ways of, of coming in with the belay and uh, things. I had, I had one instance where I was practicing a swing and um, we had, you know, as you know, we, we can't be, we can't repel in. We're not supposed to, this, this was before that. We were still able to lower ourselves in. And um, the night before I was in a practice and this was a swing where I jumped off of the upper bowl and I swung above the crowd. I would do a back swing and on the next swing down to the floor, I would release my brake and I would basically just glide onto the floor and step and walk off my rope. Um, it was all in my hands. Well, we were practicing the night before and uh, we were sharing time with the dance team who were on the center court practicing their dances. And we were, I, I was on hold. I was all harnessed up. I was up there and I had, you know, when you're rappelling, you have your brake hand behind your back, as you know, right? Mm -hmm. So I've got a hold of the rope in my left hand. My brake hand is behind my back. I'm standing on the upper bowl rail and waiting for my dance team to allow me to go. I was up there for way too long. And I said, I said to them, I was like, can we go? Can I go? And they're like, can we just do this one more part one more time? And I was like, sure. And then I got to go. Well, little did I know that holding my arm behind my back that long, my arm had fallen asleep. <laughs> That's a bad thing. Yeah. And, and I didn't know it, you know, when your arm falls asleep at first, you never, you, there's something, you don't know it first. So, okay, floor's clear. Your turn. Go. Kim, when I, I jumped off the rail and, and this, it was a scary trick anyway, but when I jumped off the rail, my brake hand is fully like behind my back. I do this monster swing above the, you know, above the court on my backswing. I slowly start releasing my brake arm but it doesn't slowly, un it, it comes undone. I can't hold the rope. Once I let go of, once I straighten my arm, it goes limp, my hands go numb, and my brake comes off. And I come plowing into the seats in a, in a, in a this, one of the scariest things that's ever happened to me. I come flying back. I know it's about to happen. I'm, I'm like, oh no! The whole team is, dance team is watching me. I hit those seat so hard i clipped my ankle on the top of the seat it sends me into probably two flips and i land a few seats above where i hit and i landed onto the in between some seats and the dancers are screaming people are running to my my aid the the people who are there doing the rigging are like oh freaking out and i take a couple seconds and i'm like i'm lying there and i just say oh my gosh i'm okay how did that just happen? And I, and I just, I'm laying on the, on the concrete and I just like, I'm okay. <laughs> they're all still screaming. They don't believe me. And they're like, and I like, I slowly get up and I'm, I'm literally okay. I'm scared to death. My heart's pounding out of my chest, but I stood up I'm like, no, I'm really okay. Like nothing broke. I didn't even hit my head. It was really amazing. But it was one of the scariest things. 
Uh, well, to be flying it, yeah, to be flying into those seats, and it's not like you could tumble down. No, yeah, you, no. You could, you're coming at them, and you're going to be tumbling up. Or it, it, I mean, there's no tumbling up. There's just stop. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's yeah. just impact. Yeah, that was it, man. And and oh, um, and, and the rigger didn't even want me to do it. Like he was like he he was kind of scared about the whole thing. Well, here's the other story. In the NBA Finals, I was really pushing, and I had this one what we would call a giant swing where I lowered down. I basically rappelled down a short rope um, from the ceiling. So it's maybe 12 feet from the, from the rafters. And once I hit the end of that rope, I go into a pendulum swing. Um, it's pinned right, right in the middle of the arena beside the jumbotron. And, um, and, and I don't even know how fast it goes. It's if you ever done that Superman, amusement ride it's exactly that yeah um i was once again new rigging new rigger team and they were with me and i kept saying oh oh they had kind of this um governor of how fast i could i could go on this it had kind of this um line that could break me like control my speed because it, it was attached to another line well we were going at it and, it, and it, i just didn't feel like it was scary enough I wanted, always wanted to be as close to the ground as possible. I want to be as fast as possible. <clears throat> I, I don't want it to look easy. I want it to, people to be afraid that I might die. And this time he agreed to let me, let it just go. Let gravity do its thing. We're, again, we're, we're practicing the night before. And I said, hey, this one, no governor, let gravity, let's just see what happens. And <laughs> the the elasticity of the rope was not ready for what just was about to happen. So when I did this swing, dude, I, fe I fell so fast. Again, imagine that Superman thing. And I'm coming straight at the floor. And but all the times before, I was, I was about 20 feet above it. And, and this time, I was heading straight to the floor at a maximum speed. And... I was heading straight toward the opposing team bench at the same time. I hit that floor so hard. Um, and it had, a, it had a stopper at the other end, like, like this kind of a, I don't know. There was this other thing on the other line that if I got out of control, that it would at least stop me from, from going over. Yeah. And this, this thing, I hit the floor and I, I, try to pick up my feet as high as I could and when I finally hit I was in like a cannonball position and it just sailed me into the into the uh to the opposing team bench and just crash 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 and again I can't tell you that's probably the closest I've, I've felt that I was about to die um and that one I must have flipped because I, I don't know how fast you're going yeah whatever maximum velocity is it's pretty close to that and I probably flipped four times in the air and hit and then hit hit the benches and again just miraculously unscathed i i scared to death everybody's scared to death um and there was nobody there to watch it nobody got it. that was on our private camera um we did record it but no one's ever seen it <laughs> including my team but it was that's probably the closest i've ever actually come to death god you must have been just scared to death yeah yeah I, it, there's there's nothing that prep, prepares you for for that kind of impact and just not knowing what's got it's the unknown you don't right it's, that's not it's, supposed it's to being out of control it's not natural. yeah it's, it's not, not like a ride yeah yeah wow so, i can't believe you just you didn't 
break something. I think. I mean. Yeah, that. I mean that again. Or or a, or a chair or a you know an armrest or something didn't just skewer you. And you know how those chairs at the bench are all connected. The entire yeah. row, I just plowed them. They, the whole row fell over, and then I still hit the uh, hit the the brake, the plunge thing at the other end, and then that sent me for another yank. It just just everything. I, 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 I yeah, violent. I immediately hit the ground and and just started puking. I would one because I was so scared, two because it had yanked my guts out of me, and uh, and three just because I was just I I I didn't know. You know, I was just happy to be alive. It was just crazy, man. It's right. absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. Wow, I can't even imagine. Oh, and that's one of those no one will ever yeah. know because no one ever sees that stuff. Yeah, you know? no, they don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I've done I, one of your first story right there. I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to one up, but I have done, <laughs> I have done that, and I, I. Very, very similar. Way back in uh, in another arena, uh, you know, before this one that I've been in for twenty years, uh, I, I had I had broken my back just before. Yeah, I remember that and, story. Yeah, and Tell so it. <laughs> I, I, I was going over some dancers, and uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, I don't know if I've told this story on here. Um, maybe I have, but I, I I'll tell again real quick. This one, I was. Uh, I was going to go dunk over, I think it was eight uh, dancers. Mm -hmm. And as I hit the trampoline, this was, this was, let's see, um, this was preseason. And I don't know why I was dunking preseason, but <laughs> anyway, so, Rookie math. Math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I go and I, uh, I hit the trampoline while my trampoline slid. And so it just oh, yeah. straight up in the air and trying to avoid the dancers. I came, I, I, I kind of swung my arm back and to, kind of <laughs> give a, uh, to give a twist to this and get me off to the side. As I came down, I hit the, I hit the mat just with my shoulders though. And it flipped my back to the floor. Wow. The impact of the floor uh, broke my back. So uh, <laughs> both L3 and four shattered them. Um, and I kind of popped up on my feet. But then, mm, mm, mm. Uh, because of the, just the momentum and everything, yeah, yeah, uh, right. but I collapsed right away. Well, yep. right then, though, the, the stagehands, they come out, and they pick me up, and they're like, ha, 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 <laughs> you know, <laughs> you joker, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I stumbled a little bit, but, but I stayed up, okay. But I was so wobbly. It was so weird. All of a sudden, I had very little control. I, I, I really felt like... Like I was just balancing, like my back was just balancing. Like Yikes. I, so I was like balancing on my spine or something, you know? And as I'm walking off the court, uh, this little girl, she had to be 12 years old. She's like, hey, Rocky. And she just, like, re she just swung at me and punched me right in the face, you know? And it was like, it was like, it was like the Rocky movies, you know, when, you know, still slow motion just, you could, it was like, blah, you know, my, my, my head spun and I just went with it and it, I felt like it was in slow motion, but I was in slow motion. <laughs> I'm turning and, I, and I, 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 I'm like, okay, okay. Now I'm back on track. And I was trying to make my way out of the arena and I caught my sleeve on a railing that sent me into another spin. 
So I, I'm still balancing all the way up. My my back was in so much pain by the time uh, I got through the curtain and got back in the hallway. All I could do was just it was all I could do to just hold on to this doorway to help my to keep myself up. And then I just I just collapsed. I just collapsed. And yeah, uh, yeah finally, I mean, I ended up at the hospital that night. And uh, yeah, I had broken all that. And, and uh, but um, so I was going to tell you another story. So shortly after, this was the same season as that. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I was all recovered and everything. But uh, I, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this swing off the upper deck. And rappel down, <laughs> you know. So I, you know, that was, I mean, our building back then was owned by the city. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, regulations. I mean, regulations and insurance and lawsuits and all that were not a big thing back then. So especially with a city owned building. Yeah. So I practiced this thing with one of the stagehands. And I would stand up there and jump off. And I was, I was actually hooked on by my wrist. Okay. So I was doing yep. a wrist yep. rappel. Got it. And it was the same kind of thing, you know, uh, pull down to stop and let the, let the rope go through your hands or whatever. And so I, I, I tried it a couple of times, but uh, I did not have the right glove. <laughs> and, you know, there was so much force. Like the way we had yeah. to, I actually had to drop first and then swing out. So I really had to hold on tight to that rope. But at the same time, I had to also let, I had to be able to let it go and let it slide through my hands. So I had to, I had to have the right glove. Um, <laughs> yeah. Friction so, is a real thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gravity is a real thing. So I, uh, first few times, I, I didn't get the, the, the drop that I wanted or the, you know, it, it would slip too much and I would, you know, I, I would swing down to the floor, but be too low. I wanted to be over people's heads. And of course the rope is just whipping down. The end of the rope is just whipping down the aisle. Yeah. You know, so we had to figure that out and, and everything. So anyways, I, uh, I, I ran to the store and got a different glove. Then you know those those yellow gloves that you've seen at Home Depot that have they're yellow, they're cotton and everything, but they have like this rubber these rubber lines on them, you know, like silicone rubber lines. And I thought oh. made for washing dishes. Exactly. <laughs> so I go and I I I'm like, oh let's try this. So I jump off that the next time. Oh, that rope did not slide at all. I swung <laughs> out over the floor, and when I went to go, like, release, like, let go of it, it would not slide. I couldn't oh, just let great. go or I'd fall, <laughs> but yet it would not slide through my hand. Sure enough, I came swinging right back, right into the cement steps. And I'm like, all I could think of just before impact was, there goes my back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here it goes again. Uh, Man, I slammed into those steps so hard, and uh, it was the same kind of thing, you know. As you, I, I was just shocked that I wasn't more hurt than I was. I was, I was bruised up and everything, but still, I was expecting something to be broken. And then right after that, I figured out how to get the, you know, I got the right glove and whatever. And then get this, I go in to our legal counsel. I'm like, Hey, uh, Gary, 
can you come take a look at this? I just need a quick approval on it. He walks out. He sees me do it once. That looks good to me. Okay. Well, I'll do it at the game tonight then. All right. Nowadays, no, it would be like, okay, now check with, uh, check with this department, check with that department, check with this, and you know, did we get approvals on this? Can we get everything in writing? Da, da, da. <laughs> Different times. So, you still there? Oh, sorry, sorry. I don't know what happened. Oh, <laughs> you got me? My, I, my, I think my, my cheeks touched the mute button. Yeah, yeah. Was that, <laughs> are you done yet? <laughs> <laughs> Whose podcast is this? I'm tired. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, good. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that, that's, 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 I can't believe we did something very similar there. So, yeah, I, well, I can, I can imagine we've done a lot of things that are very similar because we perform very similarly. Yeah, that's true. So, um, you know, another one I remember of you is doing backflips off of the tunnels and, <laughs> uh, and, you know, and I also want to talk about, uh, um, Gosh, I want to talk about our USO tours. Yeah, man, man, we got, man, uh, one podcast. We a lot of history. <laughs> we do, we do, and it's still going. That's, that's what's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, um, yeah, the, the, you, again, just trying to think of new creative ways to do things, uh, you know, and just shock the people. I, I started doing things, the, the bombs where we had were, were, were perfectly open. I, they were uh, in a, in a way that I could, you know, monitor them and clear them and have people, you know, know what's going on and just where my people would know what's going on. And, um, and it, when that's the case, you know, I feel comfortable to do as long as there's, there's a control level that I can, you know, take care of, then I feel good to do things like that. And that was just became a little thing where I wanted to, I would, I would put one of my dunk mats usually at the bottom of the, uh, of the VOM. And, and uh, I was also kind of known for my balancing on the rails um, in the upper oh, bowl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I always teetered on that line. I, you know, I think the, height, the heights and the balancing things of another kind of the thing that, you know, people remember me for. And I do a lot on the upper bowl rails and outside the rails, even on the LED boards and stuff handstands on the upper bowl rails and uh so i started doing it on the lower where i could end up uh falling you know but purposely falling but people didn't know his purpose so i would go to do a trick and i'd end up falling or flipping or you know something like that or flailing off of it onto a mat that was you know hidden below so only people with the perfect angle would know that there was a mat there and all of a sudden i would flip or fall and and uh and disappear or i'd reappear and go like i'm okay let people know i was okay so yeah so it just became like kind of a thing where i i wanted to get i i got creative with it and i would always think of a new way to flip or fall off off those rails whether it be forward backwards look like i'm out of control um doing a handstand and, and falling so yeah that was that was a, a cool thing like that i would have forgot about had you not brought it up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing a lot of that and just being like, wow, okay, that is a, that's a whole different show right there. Yeah, I, there, I think there's, there's a YouTube clip where I had the mat down there and it looked like I was, I was in the audience kind of doing some, some stick and I was kind of losing control. I did my kind of a fall roll and, I, and, um, and then I, I act like a, I had a guy sitting there, a plant, who was sitting up in the, 
the row in front of the rail who I kind of got up there and I actually fell and he acted like he was trying to catch me but he what he was actually doing was helping me flip off of it um and and then I kind of you know nobody knew that I was I look, just looked like I was out of control falling hit the rail and then just flipped over it and disappeared and uh yeah those are kind of the creative things that you know as you start developing it kinds of thing you want to think of new ways and surprise the people love it love <laughs> it that those are things that you just you know you you took and made it a thing you took some of these ideas and and like you know, it, it's the simplest thing right yeah yeah but, it really is but you make it you know you make it something and so I always love that about you. You know, here, let's take a quick break and yeah. we'll come back and uh, I want to, I want to finish up with some USO tour stuff and yeah, uh, a couple other injuries, <laughs> but yeah. All right, man. Okay. Uh, let's hold on. Shout out. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, I want to pause here and tell you a bit more about our sponsor, Alinko Costumes. Alinko is family owned and operated. Their first pro costume was the San Diego Chicken. <laughs> and their first NBA costume was the Phoenix Suns Gorilla. Alinko's history dates back 100 years, and now they make over a thousand mascots a year, including high school, college, corporate, and pro teams. Needless to say, they know their stuff. They also stand by their work with the best warranty in the business. I swear I've called Jill at all times of the day, and she always answers. Alinko has earned my business, so I recommend you go where the pros go, alinkocostumes.com. Now, back to this episode. Okay, so back with Scott Hessington. Hello, uh, I'm still here. I'm not dead yet. Yes, you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, we, we have gone on some tours, and, uh, you know, we were also talking, I, I also want to bring up a couple of these things, too. We talked about, I want to talk about the USO, but uh, I want to talk about <laughs> some of your stories involve a little bit of uh, uh, I don't want to use the word violence, but more aggressive, uh, <laughs> <laughs> more aggressive situation. So, I, I do kind of have a, a theme going on here. I, when I was talking about stories and Marcus brings this stuff up, everything was kind of violent and aggressive. I, and he said, is that a coincidence? I, yeah, I guess not. You know, people say, <laughs> people, you know, we've often said like our characters are just exaggerated forms of who we are as humans. You know, if you're, if you're crazy in suit, you know, you're going to be crazier. If you're a pervert in suit, you're going to be more of a pervert, I guess. Um, if you're going to be, you know, aggressive, you're going to be more aggressive. And, you know, that was, I guess, kind of my thing is like, I really, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just became part of my character. Part of it was that as a, a neon pink and neon green dragon, you know, that people, if, if I hadn't been a little crazy, a little aggressive and wild, I would just have been, beat down and, and and you know like it it kind of was something that i took on to like expect the unexpected from me because that way people will kind of stay in their lane that was kind of a thing that i adapted early on that 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 was going to be part of my character well and it's all it's a fear for all of us you know that that someone will just jump to a conclusion like oh well you're just a little furry bear aren't you yep you know and or oh look the little dragon uh-huh yeah so absolutely yeah or um you know hey dude get a real job you know? <laughs> <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah yeah and 
but I understand that. And so a lot of times you were just trying to um, take that to the next level. So and I, it it. And I do the same thing. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely you do. <laughs> <laughs> right. which, which, which I can get into more stories about fan, fan incidents. Oh, I've got some good ones, but I, I'll leave those for another day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, you know, one of the things, uh, one of the trips we went on was uh, a, a trip over to um, Okinawa. We went to Okinawa. Yes, we did. That was a great, that was a fun trip over there. Got to entertain some, uh, some military folk out yeah. there. And, uh, um, and that was something to, that you called me on and, and set up. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things, one of my, when I came into the league, it was, I, I created a kind of a wish list of things that I wanted to achieve and do and blah, blah, blah. One of the top things in my list was to do some stuff for the troops. I didn't know what that meant at the time, um, but I just knew that, you know, it's, it's near and dear to my heart, uh, that, that what, the, you know, what the vets do for us. And, uh, and I wanted to do something back. And I had the opportunity. Um, what's crazy is that my, our dance team uh, director, Janine Thomas, who I'm very close to still today, talk to her today. Um, we, we had the same thing on our minds and, and uh, that we both wanted to do put together a tour for the troops that are serving overseas and their families. And um, we heard about the opportunity and we pitched them and said, Hey, we want, we want to go. And uh, we went on three tours with the Orlando magic. Um, I've been on two other tours. So I've done five uh, entertainment tours overseas for the troops at this point. And actually, since we're talking about it, I'm in the process of planning one now. Um, so Ooh. don't 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 go far um but <laughs> keep me in but, mind uh, yeah exactly but um you know i've been able to go to a lot of bases and 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 just give something back to these soldiers that and their families like people forget that the families are often going through just as much as the soldiers are who are serving um and uh we, we just want to bring some a little bit of home a little bit of happiness to them and uh it, it's it's really surreal when when you see the emotion and the happiness that, that they get from us being there. And they're thanking us for coming over and, and doing this. But really, obviously, we're just like grateful that we have that ability and something that allowed us that opportunity to come over there and do it. And we're not, they, they deserve us no thank you. We deserve all the thank yous to them. And that was just a simple thing that uh, we were able to do. And uh, that I've been able to take now a couple other guys on as well. Yeah, it's been a real honor, you know, to go over there and, and, and share our talents with them. And it's almost like we're rock stars. Like it is. And I, and I say that humbly uh, because they are they're so sweet and so nice and so appreciative and everything. I remember being we were we were performing on a stage over there in Okinawa. It was like we were, um, you know, it was like a rock star stage. I mean, it, it, was an out, was. it was like an outdoor concert. Outdoor festival, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. And well, we were over there during the summer, around the 4th of July, too, which meant even more to them. Um, so that festival was, I think, was a, was a kind of an Independence Day festival, which is goes right in line with what they're doing over there. So, um, yeah, and it was incredibly hot, though. Remember how hot it was? It was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> running in and out heaving and but it, yeah it is you feel 
you, it's it's a it's a surreal feeling like these these people men and women who are doing that and they're just like loving us they're like it's so crazy it doesn't make sense sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah it's a wonderful experience though gosh yeah yeah, yeah I've i mean a few of those and uh, around europe as well and but so okay stay tuned because you we need you on another one. <laughs> oh, i'm there <laughs> and, and, and 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 you know having done a few of those now i've i've got a some great contacts are there and I also got a great idea of what they want and what, you know, not only the, the uh, soldiers and the families, but also what, you know, what the people who are bringing in the talent want, you know, they bring in a lot of different talent, some celebrities, you know, dueling pianos, it could be comedians, whatever, but I know they like variety acts. And, and so this one will be a, it'll be basically a mascot dancer, entertainment tour um that'll be able to utilize and showcase you know a bunch of our people right great well keep me in mind man i'm there <laughs> yeah <laughs> so done yeah 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 so okay tell me a couple of stories before we wrap this up about uh <laughs> some of that let's get back to some of the violence oh boy <laughs> <laughs> I just switched right. right back, didn't I? Yeah, you're early. We we went from we went from like we went to this sweet, uh, kind-hearted. Well, we're you know we're doing stuff for soldiers who are. We didn't want to mention violence. We're talking about soldiers, and now you're going back to violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the board today. I'm super tired. Look what uh, happens. <laughs> this is great. So, I don't know what you have up your sleeve, but uh, bring it. Oh man, there's been a couple like, uh, let's see. So, I, okay, well, I don't know if there's, there's some I shouldn't uh, touch, but, okay, so you give me, you give me some. <laughs> you give me some, I'll let you, I'll let you fly with this one. Man, oh, I, oh boy. you know what though, is I have some, like the other day I was, uh, I was somewhere and somebody leans down to me and says, oh, I heard you were the meanest mascot. <laughs> And they said it like I mean, I, they, oh man! And I looked at them to see what expression they had on their face. Uh, I was expecting this, you know, a laugh like like sarcastic. No, 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 no! I expected the uh, the angry like you know, <laughs> you, you know you shouldn't be like that. And I looked up and they're like laughing like that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and I'm like so proud of you. You're my boy. Yeah. I'm like, and your uh, character is far from angry looking, which is great. Which is kind of like my characters. Like, right, right. <laughs> it's the it's the lovable, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and everything character. So, um, yeah. But I have. Oh gosh, I've got so many. I've been told to tame, uh, tune it, to tame it a little bit, to uh, dial it back a few notches in the last few years, and. And you know, it's the whole, uh, it's, 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 they've used the word bullying and things like that. And I'm like, I, if this is bullying, then, I mean, it, I don't know. I always think, do you, do you think I'm, nah, I'm not, you know, I'm a character, right? <laughs> like, this is like, it used to be, you know, when I was dating and I'd have, you know, my girlfriend would be like, I saw you flirting with that girl. Well, I, I'm not flirting with that. <laughs> I'm not flirting with that girl. It's just, that's the character. No. Dude, are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But anyways, yeah, it'd be like, I, this is part of the character. Come on. I'm just, you know. Anyways. Yeah, we've, we all go through the same thing. It's so crazy. Yeah. But anyways, so, yeah. So give me one and we'll wrap this up. All right. Uh, speaking of near death, uh, I, I know we talked about this earlier last week. And I've had a couple incidents with players, some ongoing sagas uh, if you will which uh, are the best and they are they are because my characters are so so uh unassuming and uh so cute and uh and and i play my characters in a way by the way i, I you know i'm one of those that very very rarely speaks in costume unless it's behind the scenes or to my own people except when I'm on the court and the, it's before the game and there's other players out there. Um, I like to, I like to harass them and I like to get in their heads. And, and, and if I can have a small part, I mean, as minuscule as it might be of messing with someone's head. So maybe it gives us a one point advantage. I don't know. It may be nothing. It doesn't matter. I like to think I made a difference sometimes in screwing with these guys by by what I did on the court before the game and screwing with them and, and maybe throughout the game and in a couple of these cases for years. Right. And I have two players that, you know, you guys know about that, that I had these ongoing episodes with. And one was Latrell Sprewell. Oh, yeah. um, he was an insane man. And uh, right after he got in his fight with his coach, PJ Carlissimo, and this whole thing, I, I just – lit him up when he's shooting on the court before the game and just teasing him and saying things. And, and he was belligerent and beside himself in like trying to get me away from him and getting security after me. And that led to an ongoing thing for years. But the better, the better story is with a player named Danny Fortson. Um, oh, yeah, Danny. Danny Fortson. Um, I can't believe this is, I mean, picture this, the guy's six, five, about three twenty one. I think as he, he was listed at a big, big boy. Um, he, he wasn't, he wasn't super tall. He was just a monster. Yeah. He, he also, from what I understand, had some anger management issues and, uh, and that played a part in this. I didn't know that when this all started, but I was, I think it was in Seattle. No, he, he was kind of a, a nomad in the league, he played 10 years in different teams. But there was a game where he was at our game, and we basically had the general rule that our team is on this half, they're on that half, I'm not supposed to cross court, but I did here and there. Um, I had, you know, people know that I had some great times with the opposing team, mostly fun. Well, he, for some reason, had a warm-up one day, just lost his mind on me. I hadn't done anything except kind of stare down at him and you know like kind of joking with him and like you know i would go what's wrong the pink and green dragon hurting your feelings and stuff like that <laughs> i just like i was like is this your worst nightmare you know things like that little just little jabs and it, it, it rocked his world i mean he just got so crazily angry he probably and, had a bad day and, and 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 danny was known for he had he had um cornrows and he he had sicked his security on me. They had told me, you know, stay away from him, whatever. So I did. I left. I was like, I, I stood on my side of the court. I stared at him a lot. I didn't, I laughed at him. It's like, wham, wham, wham. Okay. 
So you're I was still poking the monsters. What you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Because and literally a monster. And he was scary. And here's the deal: he didn't start the game. He sat on the bench. So as we just do the tip off, right? Everybody's gotten introduced. Tip off. I'm walking off the court. Danny Forson just happens to be sitting at the end of the bench on the floor, blocking the exit where I exit every game of my entire career, right beside their bench. I'm walking off the court and he's there sitting on the ground and he refuses to let me by. And I just went, excuse me, like I need to go by. And he just wouldn't have it. So I stepped over around him. And as I did, I ran my hand through his cornrows. Oh, geez. Oh. That may have been the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. Speaking of like near-death experiences, he lost his stinking mind. And when I say he lost it, like this became a security thing. He became like he, I got a league called me about it. Like, did you touch a player? Well, maybe. And it ended up being, and I'm not kidding, it went on for years. Any time that man would see my character, I would show up at another game at it where he was playing. It just so happened that I would go to other mascot birthday parties and just, it would be his team. It was so great. <laughs> it was so great. So now we're on his court. So it all led to this one thing. Again in Seattle, this was, this was, this is the year after it had the first incident. And we're in Seattle, let's go out to his birthday. Barry Anderson had just came into the league the year before. And he also is an instigator. And especially mm-hmm. at that time, he was really making a mark and uh, really pushing some things. And uh, he knew, uh, as all of you guys knew, that about this rebellion or battle I had going on with Fortson. Well, Fortson plays for the Seattle Supersonics. So what I didn't know is he's not playing that night. He's on the injured reserve list. So we are back in the tunnel, about to go out for our first introduction. Everybody's like, Scott, you've got to do something with Danny. You've got to screw with him. You've got to. And I was like, well, I probably will. Just wait for it. It'll happen. You know, if he sees me. And I'm not kidding. Just like his eyes turned psycho red. And see red. And he immediately. It was immediately. And um, he just remembered everything. And so we're about to go out. And we're in the back bomb. And he's in the hallway staring out the tunnel at the game well all the mascot there's a there's a, a partition between the, in the middle of the vom players on one side where they can go to their uh locker room and we're all on the other side the entertainment getting ready to go out and everybody's like go 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 do something and i was like you don't want to see this it's really crazy and they're like go go well barry didn't wait he went up to the guy and did the tap on the shoulder thing, like, and then looked the other way. Guess who's on the side, right beside him? Me. <laughs> so he looks at me, and immediately his, his, head, his head explodes. Um, and and he, want, he starts, like, trying to get me through the back. He goes, no, no, no. He's saying some things. And I was like, it wasn't me, Danny. No, it wasn't me, bro. And I'm talking to him, like, yo, calm down. And then all of a sudden, Barry's there, everybody's back there laughing. Well, what we didn't know was that Danny Fortson's cousin, who is part of his team that lives with him and hangs with him was standing in the back of the bomb watching the whole thing barry's back there laughing his head off when all of a sudden his cousin walks up grabs benny the bull picks him up and throws him against the wall 
and starts like screaming, screaming. Danny comes after me and there becomes, <laughs> there, 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 there is the, the biggest mascot player melee you can possibly imagine. It went, we, Danny and me went to the floor. He's a big monster. I'm trying to squirm away. And he throws me into this curtain where, they're, where they're, we, it ends up in the back of the house where the food is, where the catering is. Barry gets thrown into this other thing. There's a monstrous melee. Things are falling and getting broken. And, and I, I, it had to be brought, like security came in and grabbed everybody, started questioning everybody. Um, they actually made Danny and his cousin leave the game. They, have, no. they, sent, they sent them home. Thank God. Um, they sent them home. It never goes um, that way. No, no. I mean, we we were both also scolded and badly beaten and bruised by them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was a crazy, crazy, hilarious, unreal moment, uh, and one of those near death experiences for me. Unreal and, is right. Oh my and, gosh! And he was in the league another couple of years, and so it never ended. It never ended. Until wow. he left, and, and he hasn't been heard of since he left the league. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not listening to this because now he knows my name. That's right. He's going to be stalking <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Expect it. He's going to pop yeah. out of some alley. Oh, it was man. some funny stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. But that was, you know, that was my, that was another, later in my career, I just became like, you know, it was mostly fun. And, you know, there's a lot of my videos out there of, me having fun with the players before the game and usually it was very fun and humorous you know the whole um rob lopez and all that they that was all started with hooper and uh, you know it was mostly fun i remember one time in one of my later years i was messing with joe kim noah and uh he was stretching on his belly and getting stretched by a trainer and i laid down right in front of him <laughs> nose to nose and he he said dude why are you always moving with me and i was like <laughs> and I just laughed. I was like, because you respond. And that is exactly why I keep going back to people like that, because they respond. If you give me the response, then that's exactly what I want. And, and then he realized when he said that, he's like, you've got to be kidding. He goes, oh, that makes total sense, man. Oh. And, and then we have had some great moments after that. He's like, man, you're just, you're just the most annoying mascot in the entire league. And I was like, that was a compliment to me. <laughs> Yeah, well, and, and that's just the thing is, is some of these guys, they don't recognize the fact that this is entertainment. They're yeah. entertainment. I keep yeah. saying this over and over and over in, in different episodes of this, of this podcast that, you know, this is entertainment. The whole thing is entertainment, man. It, it is. And, you know, the more that uh, players will relax, be human, have fun, and, and, and recognize that people are there for entertainment they can either add to that entertainment by, you know, having a personality or just shut it down and be just like every other, you know, run of the mill, what everybody expects a player to be type of guy. Yep. You know? and, and we know, we know the players who are now doing commercials after the fact, they are still being used in broadcast after the fact. It's because, they know what it's all about and they have embraced their huge personalities, their huge opportunities. And it's, you know, that's how they get careers beyond this. I mean, not that they 
they can do whatever they want. But um, you see these guys just carrying on. I mean, and we and love them for it. It's amazing. And it's amazing. It. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And that it's it's it, it's all about entertainment. It really is. And they're just they're just really rich vessels to to do entertainment. Just like we're just scrubs on the floor uh, who are also there to entertain. Yeah. Very well put. Well, Scott, I'm going to wrap this up, man. It's been Let's great to talk to you. <laughs> Here's same, some of these stories. Same, man. man, I don't know if I've ever heard uh, the this Freewell uh, full version there. So that's amazing. Yeah, th yeah. there's some more with Freewell. But like the fourth, yeah, there's, uh, I've got some. But then, the, you know, then there's the other side of the coin, like you said. They're the guys who responded great. Alan Iverson and Joe Kinoa after that. Robin Lopez has become the the perfect model of, of what it could be, you know, like not that everybody needs to be that, but like he's made it his thing. And yeah. now he's known in addition to being a great basketball player for also being a great entertainer and a huge personality. Yeah. And these, and people love, love, love him for it. Mascots love him for it. And yeah. uh, I'm sure his, it, it just makes, I'm sure it just makes his world oh, yeah. even bigger from there. So absolutely. You know, and it's going to, you know, after he's done. So. We made him famous. That's right. We're <laughs> taking the You're credit welcome. there. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, well, hey, Scott, great to uh, great to catch up with you. I sure appreciate uh, yeah, uh, you man. being on here and taking the time. Always. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll work together soon. Keep me updated on the USO stuff, the Paris stuff, and uh, all that, man. And uh, good luck with uh, some of these things that are coming up. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you. So, Thank you. Top secret. Can't talk about it. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. More to come. So much more to come, man. It doesn't end. It yeah, doesn't we'll end. Back on. Thanks for having me on. You are the best and you are one of my greatest role models and greatest friends, man. Thanks for uh, all you, you've done and all you're doing. Thank you. That's very kind, man. Respect, respect. So, all right, brother. Talk all to right, you soon. Love you, man. Been a little too nice to y'all. Now I got to up price on y'all. Snake eyes on dice for y'all. Shoulders on ice for y'all. Eight-six all the hay. I won't get a ball today. Got lost in the ball and days. I'm flipping the balls. I'm flipping the, flipping the, flipping the all record, all record. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. So if you like this, go ahead and subscribe. A lot of people listen and they don't subscribe. So go ahead, subscribe. Share this as well because it's the best podcast in the world, right? Also, join us on Facebook because we're putting out a lot of mascot stuff all the time on there. So Between the Fur on Facebook. Thanks. Peace.